Welcome back to Mike's with the Mike after a month of a hiatus. Wow, that's like crazy to say. And and hilarious yeah. that it's to the date, too, by the way. Um, we're back. And we're back because there has been some Viking news. Finally, some recordable content has piled up over the past few weeks. Um Vice and Mike also took over Mazatlan, Mexico, and all sorts of other things. So, you know, yeah, we kind of went on a little vacation during this. Yeah, I guess you could call this like a hiatus. There's been, yeah, been some reasons. There's been some reasons for sure. Yeah. But uh, we're back. We're here to stay. Uh, I have a feeling there's going to be quite a few more episodes coming in the near future, just because of things that have happened as of late that we're about to get into now. We're going to be really starting to dig into the draft here soon. It's crazy how fast that is coming up. Um, right. Yeah, just lots, lots going on. Very happy to be back, as always, with my pal, my buddy, Tyler Williams, and it's me, JC, uh, your co-host of Vice and Mike. So let's get right into it, man. Um, Biggest news, obviously, today, the signing, or should I say re-signing of Sean Mannion. I know that you are a (laughs) huge (laughs) Sean Mannion. Oh, I absolutely love Sean Mannion. Oh, Uh, my God. I love him. I just wanted to... clear out a a really a massive portion of today's episode jokes um at the beginning here right for you to just talk about how much you love shine manian and what you think about this move oh i i love it you know i love sean manian now but all jokes aside i mean I, i i don't get what the vikings are doing here i mean it's yeah kirk loves them yeah he helps kirk out in the quarterback's room, but this is like Sean Manning doesn't contribute to anything on the field for the Vikings. What do you mean? Helping Kirk. Wait, wait, hold on. Um, I'm pretty sure that he drove the Vikings offense down to score some points against Green Bay last year. Oh, when, yeah. When, when we were already losing by when we already lose by like 25 plus points and it didn't matter, and Green Bay was basically not even trying anymore because they just felt bad for us. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah. but that's something, right? Like, you know, I mean, devil's advocate, like Sean Manning. Sean Mannion's probably a better quarterback than you are, right? Or no? Better than me, but that's not saying anything. I mean, the guy's 6'6". Come on now. If I'm 6'6", I'm probably better than him. Oh, oh, oh. Realistic. Are, are the people listening right now? <laughs> I, I think that Tyler and Sean Mannion should, in a vacuum somewhere, have a throwing competition. I would love to see this take place. I'm down. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, I'm very, very intrigued by this. Um, So Tyler, you you mentioned that he helps Kirk Cousins. Yeah, not on the field. Why are they not just bringing him in as an assistant quarterback's coach? I mean, you asked me that, man. That's what I wanted to know. He's a wasted roster spot for the Vikings. I mean, you you could be picking up a young quarterback that could be backing up Kirk instead of this. I, it just doesn't make sense to me like, at all. You know, and, and, and you and I, we both had a little bit of a discourse, um, you know, jokes aside this morning with uh, um, an acquaintance on Vikings Twitter, uh, Luke Braun, who hosts Locked on Vikings. And he did make a fantastic point about how, like, if you just, just look at the salary, right? Like if the Vikings are willing to pay him to be a player on the roster, then why would he not still try to be a player? Well, right? obviously, like, yeah. That's, that's but that's great. just the Vikings being brain dead. That's right, just the exactly. Vikings being brain dead. Exactly. This is this is like the 
and, and obviously this is not the big news that we're here to discuss today, but like, it's just so sad <laughs> that this, this was the way that today started. <laughs> Cause I don't know about you, but like opening up Twitter and seeing that I was like, okay, cool. Like, like, you know, with what was looming in the shadows, potentially that right. ended up happening today. Um, I was like, oh, this is great. Like, this is such a horrible omen, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, Sean Mannion, cool. I guess he's back in purple. There's there's no guarantee necessarily that he's going to make the team. Like, we don't really have to worry yeah. too much. You, you could either draft another quarterback or uh, again, you know, part of our Twitter discussions this morning, like, if, if Mond is good enough to be a QB2, then Surely Kevin O'Connell, a former NFL quarterback and quarterbacks coach and all these things will give Mond that QB2 spot, you know? Right. right. I mean, Kirk Cousins has been starting for how many years now in the league? He, he shouldn't need Sean Mannion to be on the sideline just to do well. Exactly. I mean, yeah. The thing is, I think Kellen Mond's going to perform much better this season. I don't care what all the haters have to say. Interesting. That's a, that's a bold take. It is bold, but I think a new coaching staff and someone who actually believes in him instead of Mike Zimmer, who doesn't put any of his trust into any sort of rookies, and you've seen this in the past. He doesn't start rookies no matter what. I I think that – well, first of all, Christian Derrissaw is is, a, is an argument against <laughs> against he, that point. He but, didn't play – Christian Derrissaw sat the first five, six weeks of the season. Well, he guy. was hurt. He was hurt now. That, that's, oh, that's unfair because mm. he was hurt. That's un- mm. it's true. Mm. That's unfair. I don't think hurt. he still starts. I put money on that he still does not start the first five to six weeks of the season, and you know that too. He's not going to start. Uh, I don't. I don't know about all that. I. I think your first round pick. I think. I think he's. Eh. Completely JJ did not start, even though he apparently didn't know the playbook. Even though it's Justin hey, freaking uh, Jefferson. Possible. It's absolutely possible. No. And and you, you, know, you can't same, tell me same deal with same deal with Kellen Mond though. Missing out on what was it, two full weeks of training camp because of COVID? Yeah. He he genuinely probably did not know the the playbook. And and I'm not like I'm not trying to like come at you, but I mean like, you know, it's possible. Yeah. You you made the comment basically about the the coaching staff be, like believing in him. Who's to say that they believe in him? I haven't seen Kevin O'Connell come out and say that he believes in Kellamon. I haven't seen Wes Phillips say it. I mean, I, I don't know. What? What's up? I just, I think that it is an interesting take to say that they believe in him when nobody has has said it. He needs a new set of eyes on him is what I'm saying. I mean, okay. he was not going to develop in a Zimmer scheme. <laughs> that wasn't going to happen. That was not a fit. Zimmer didn't even want Mond in the first place. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, and another person that apparently was not wanted. I don't know if you've Kirk seen Cousins. the report about well, Kirk Cousins. No. You don't want Kirk Cousins either. Ryan Davis, actually. But, um, oh, Kirk yeah, Cousins I didn't see that too. report. Yeah. How apparently Spielman was like a bunch of people thought that he was not going to make it in the NFL. And Spielman was just like, I want yeah. him. So I'm going to draft him. <laughs> So that's like super interesting. I would love to see it is. the Wyatt Davis situation. I just think that whole regime was just blown up by last year. Going in even into last year, the whole regime was just blown up. Those two not communicating with each other. It was just a whole mess. 
Clint Kubiak calling plays, even though basically even going into the season, I knew he couldn't call plays. Yeah. The only reason he right. had the job was because of his freaking no. dad. That's like. a, it's a great, it's a, yeah, nepotism. <laughs> it's a hell of a drug. I, you know, I seriously think that I brought up the Sean Mannion thing just to get us both riled up to begin the episode. Right. Because I, I yeah. think that it's fun. Um, and trust me, we'll have another moment at, at least here soon that's um will get one of us riled up but i uh i really wanted to get into it specifically so that we can like finally move on from this regime right because yeah, i knew that it was going to bleed into kellen Mon, i knew it was going to bleed into some of the other things and it, i uh <laughs> up until today really maybe kind of with the two other major signings that have happened um so far have not absolutely loved the you know differentiation that's been happening between the new regime and the old regime. It really just seemed like a carbon copy. Um, yeah. That being said though, the honeymoon is back with, with Quasi and, and for a lot of people with KOC, I, I'm, I still have to wait until like preseason to see how, or like even training yeah. you know, just to see how his, yeah. how his actual coaching style fits until I can give my opinion on KOC or say that I've changed it. But um, I, uh, I'm after today starting to love the new regime more than I did a majority of the entire year last year. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's a good sign for sure. Uh, speaking of signings, let's change the subject now because I right. think that's all I really have to say. I mean, I don't know if you have anything else. No, any other shots you want to fire at him? No, I'm, t- I'm tired of throwing shots. At him, to be honest, I'm, I'm talking like, it's just, it's a backup. It's exactly it is a backup quarterback. It hopefully, you know, we have one of the most durable quarterbacks in the NFL right now in Kirk Cousins. Um, and, and now the COVID protocols are gone, so he's not gonna miss a game for that. Um, I uh I definitely don't really see the the QB two position becoming a, a massive need, hopefully, so long as Kirk Cousins is able to stay healthy. I'm just saying I'm not, I'm done with the whole situation. He's a backup quarterback at the end of the day. I don't really care anymore. I'm over it. Cool. I, I'm Perfect. I'm done getting riled up about Sean Mannion because he's in the end he's just not an NFL quarterback, so it doesn't matter to me anymore. So as far as signings go, obviously we've we've brought in some guys here, but a lot of people wanted to see a re-signing happen. There were some restructures that happened. Um, specifically with Adam Thielen and Harrison Smith that created uh, some, some much needed cap space to, to sign our first two out of house free agents. But um, a lot of people wanted to see an extension re-signing of Daniel Hunter. And I wanted to get your thoughts on the Daniel Hunter situation with how his contract was just left the way it was. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, the power was still in the Vikings' hands. They end up switching up his um, roster bonus to signing bonus today, which created $12.5 million in cap space that they used to sign, um, help sign these three players that we're going to get to here in a few minutes. But what what is your feeling as far as the Daniel Hunter situation? This basically guarantees that yeah. he won't get traded the next two years. He's going to be a Viking for at least the next two years. I like it. You know, I think you give him a chance if he gets hurt again, then I, I really don't know about Daniel Hunter's future in, in purple, but yeah, you know, these last two injuries have kind of just, I, I don't think he's injury prone. I'm, and I'm going to be honest. I think 
it, it's just been kind of a freak accident, to be honest, with Hunter. Yeah. We know yeah. we know what he can do on the field for this team, and I think you give him another shot. Absolutely. I, I He's top five at his position, right? At oh, the yeah. very least, when he's healthy. healthy yeah. Yep. He's, he's top five easily in the league. And, um, you know, we, we got to talking about it over um, our little hiatus, and I 100% agree. I, I think everybody who is on Twitter showing um, just how idiotic they are when they say things like Daniel Hunter is injury prone. Those two injuries have absolutely nothing to do with each other. And they're complete, you know, um, I want, I don't want to say freak accidents necessarily, but they're hopefully going to be set aside now that we have like a new training staff and all that stuff. And again, they are not connected. One didn't lead to another one. Isn't a re aggravation of the other. So I truly believe that after the amount of time that he's had off and going through this whole entire offseason and all that stuff, he's going to come back healthy and he's going to form half of what will now be a major duo of pass rush in the NFL. I, I think it's totally fine that they leave the contract the way it is. I would love to see them work out an extension to maybe create a little bit more cap space down the road. That would be really cool. Um, but they obviously don't need to do that anytime soon necessarily. Right. Maybe maybe even give it this entire year and make sure he truly is healthy before you get into those conversations again. So uh, speaking of re-signings though, we're going to quickly shift away from the Minnesota Vikings for about two seconds, just so we can sw- shift back in about five Adam freaking Schefter is a liar, a fiend, and Tyler Williams has hardcore beef with Adam Schefter of ESPN because in the last draft cycle, he put out a report saying that the Green Bay Packers would no longer have future Hall of Famer quarterback Aaron Rodgers under center most likely that he was absolutely horrified with the situation going on in Green Bay that he wanted out he wanted to trade they ended up figuring things out and he stayed for another year but they reworked his deal so that this offseason things would probably get switched up the Denver Broncos went out and signed the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach of the Green Bay Packers, Nathaniel Hackett, and everything looks like they were going to trade for Aaron Rodgers. But lo and behold, one day, Green Bay Packers sign Aaron Rodgers to a massive contract extension. Later on, they go to trade their best wide receiver to my second favorite team, the Las Vegas Raiders. But (laughs) it looks like the Packers have their quarterback and that he will end up retiring wearing green and gold for his entire career. Tyler Williams, how do you feel about the fraud, the liar, your words, not mine, even though you haven't said them out loud, I know that you've been thinking them. That is Adam Schefter and what has gone on over across the border in Green Bay. Ah, man. To be honest, I'm just disappointed in Adam, man. He's got this, he's got everything set up for him. You know, he's just kind of got a little bit greedy out there. Oh, yeah. greedy. Yeah. Greedy. I don't know, man. That platform no more respect got... for the game? Is that what you're saying? He doesn't have respect? Yeah, he's, the respect for everyone else has just gone away. I mean, the clickbait, man. 
I mean, come on. Last year with Rodgers, even this year with Brady, man, with the whole, Ooh. oh, ooh, Brady's, Brady's, Brady's done, and then, oh, he comes back. Uh, oh, my yeah, gosh. Man. Yeah. Oh, you oh you got some beef with um, with Shefty retiring Tom before Tom before. could retire himself, huh? <laughs> no, nah, not beef, but it's like. Oh, yeah. No, let's let's be honest. It's beef. It's hardcore beef. It's it's prime. It's it's so it's, beef. <laughs> it's so beef. You, you're yeah. pissed for the goat. You're pissed for you're pissed for maybe two goats. Oh yeah, you, you just you just sold that. That's just not. Don't say two goats. It's only well, one goat I mean, out there, and it's number twelve and red right now. There's no goat in the NFC North. Number twelve. That's that's not a thing. First of okay. all. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. What? <laughs> But the Shefty beef does exist, and and you don't like the way that he he handled the Rogers situation. You don't like the way that he handled the Tom Brady situation. You think yeah, that he's uh, lost respect for the reporting game, maybe that that he's he's maybe he's maybe talking to to Mister Editors too much, you know? That, yeah. That maybe, well, I don't know. I just think the game he's he's gotten too big for the game, man. I mean, he's, sources he's, aren't as clean as they used to be, maybe. No, he's just, he's just losing out, man. I'm just heavily disappointed in Adam because he's a guy I respected for so many years. Respected. Did you all hear that? Did you hear the past tense that he just used right there? Respected. So, I respected so, so you man. would say that you would say that you no longer respect Adam Shepard. Yeah. I wouldn't say no longer, but I mean, I think I've lost respect. I look I look down on him now compared to what Ooh. I used to. It... Oh, look down. So like like let's say like Obviously, hundred percent respect, right at the, at the beginning of the game. Where where would yeah. you put yourself now? Maybe like 40, 30, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe lower. A little bit. No. Maybe lower. Nah, you're not. You're not gonna do that. Oh. I'd say. I'd say around like I don't know. I can't really give you a number. Oh, okay. Hey, Fifty to forty. I, ooh, I don't this, know. Wow. So that's lower than fifty percent. That's that's failing. That's failing. Just saying, Shefty. Might need to respond out here. All right, well, we'll move on because, you know, uh, Shefty has a lot he needs to do now after hearing that. He's got to get those Twitter fingers ready. Nah, he's got a lot going on right now. Well, uh, he's got a lot he's busy. made he's a busy up in man. his head, right? Yeah, he's a busy man. Yeah, he's coming yeah. up with his clickbait titles right now. No baby. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler Williams slanders ESPN chief writer. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, well. We'll, we'll move on and, and we'll see where that goes. But I, I expect that so long as Shefty is writing articles, the beef will be there and that it will be revisited. Let's move on to the good stuff, Tyler, for what the people right. came for. The signings. The signings. Obviously, I'm talking about Jordan Berry and um, Greg <laughs> Joseph re-signing. That's what everyone ladies. came here for. Everyone, everyone came here for those two. Uh, uh, special teams unit stays intact and um, – I have absolutely nothing else to say about this. I mean, great. Cool, yeah, awesome. I, did. I mean, Joseph, I actually like Jordan Berry. I think Jordan Berry's great. Jordan Berry's solid. Great He's Joseph. definitely better than Britain's school quit. That's all I got to say. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> school <laughs> quit. It's a low bar. <laughs> yeah, the bar is on the ground after saying that, though. <laughs> okay. All right. The jokes are over. We're here. It's time. Your Minnesota Vikings have made three – I don't know if they're all splash moves, but three signings. One is at least a splash move. Right. Harrison Phillips, former Bills defensive tackle, now Minnesota Viking. Jordan right. Hicks, former 
linebacker for the Arizona Cardinals and Philadelphia Eagles, now Minnesota Vikings. And last but not least, former outside linebacker for the Green Bay Packers, Zadarius Smith is now a Minnesota Viking as of today. How are we feeling, Tyler, right now? Well, who do you want me to start with? I mean, wherever you would like. Three key additions to this defense, for sure. I love the big Z signing. I, I think it's great. He fits the 3-4 perfectly. He played in that same scheme with Green Bay last year. You can move him around the defensive line. He can beat basically anybody on the offensive line. The, the guy's just a madman when fully healthy. I mean, I, recall the game. Actually, I don't really want to recall this game, but I kind of have to. Monday Night Football 2019, one of the worst football games I ever watched against the oh, Green Bay Packers. Yeah, you know what game I'm talking about. I don't know if you – were you, were you in attendance that game? Were you there? Uh, Monday Night Football, yeah. 29. so, yes. It basically ended our season. Well, actually, didn't the last game but did, but it was – No, but yeah, yes. I this was, game was basically yes. a downfall to that season, but actually, well, was it? I, don't, I don't know. Sorry, I'm, I'm – that's not the point. But Anyways, yes. I don't, I'm, I'm forgetting the season this was, but I know a game. All right. Zadarius Smith had a total of nine pressures in this game against the Vikings. He had three and a half sacks, five tackles for loss against the Vikings. And you know what? There were multiple plays where he was lining up basically everywhere on the defensive line. He beat our right guard, Klein. I, for, I forgot his first name. I don't know why. Is it, jo- is it Josh Klein? Yes. Yes. <laughs> is it Josh Klein? Yeah, you got well, it. You figured it out. Yeah, I was just like, I forgot who Josh Klein was, but he can he, he can move like, anywhere. He can move everywhere. Yeah he, he, yeah, he beat Brian O'Neill on a specific play. I remember exactly. He absolutely popped Dalvin Cook on a couple plays. I mean, it, the guy just flies all over the field. He's explosive, and it's something this Vikings defense needs, especially because you know we're not going to have that Zimmer scheme anymore, where he's going to be able to create sacks for guys who shouldn't be getting sacks. Usually, you know, yeah, talking about for that. Sure double a gap specifically on third down that Ooh, Zim would always pull scary. out of his bag. So scary. Everyone was scared of it, <laughs> but uh, nah, man, Zadarius is just an elite pass rusher, man. And I absolutely love it. Pairing him with a guy like Daniel Hunter is going to be huge for this Vikings team. They're going to need it. Yeah. I, I absolutely love it. Um, I'm going to get into Z in a little bit here. Cause I want to specifically touch on, um, Harrison Phillips and Jordan Hicks really quick. Obviously, the less splashy names that the Vikings have gotten, but um, Harrison Phillips or Horrible Harry is going to fit right into this defense. He's a disruptive guy. Um, <laughs> during his press conference, he, he called himself the fire hydrant at, at dog show, um, which is just absolutely hilarious. You want to say uh, – You've got the role because you get pissed on, but you've got the role with it. Do the best of your ability. And I think I signed up for that when I was born at like 11 pounds. Um, I mean, this dude, go watch his press conference. He's absolutely amazing. He's just so funny. He's going to be huge for the locker room. And um, he's he played in 14 games for the Bills. He started eight of them, and he made 51 tackles in a sack, um, as, well, as well as four TFLs. Dude was so excited to be a Minnesota Viking. Um, was absolutely in tears when he signed his contract. He's just – he's he's one of those guys that is probably going to become a fan favorite. Um, he might not show up on the stat sheet a lot, but this dude is going to make run stops constantly. He's and that's going what to this eat team up needs. blocks. 
That's what this team needs because yes, exactly. we, we've lacked that so, so much the last three years. And it's like, it's good when you hear, cause he came from Buffalo, right? It's Correct. good on Twitter and other sources when you're seeing Buffalo fans, not happy with the fact that they lost this guy and that they have nothing but good things to say about him. He's just the ultimate culture guy. It seems like, and you know, the Vikings need that on defense. They need somebody that he's going to be out there, not going to be hurt. He's going to battle through, battle through it, battle through the trenches. That's what this team needs. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I don't think I can really add on to anything uh, there. I'm just super excited to see him. I honestly can't yeah. wait for training camp to see where they are utilizing him now, yep. um, especially with like the Zedaria signing. And we cut Michael Pierce to be able to make um, the cap space to sign these guys. So with him and Tomlinson in there, Armin Watts looked really good at points last year. Like, how right. is this new 3-4 going to work out with the guys that we have on the defensive line? Um, all that stuff. J- you know, Jalen Twyman, your Janarius Robinsons, all that stuff. Super exciting. Very exciting. Um, and then, obviously, the other one is Jordan Hicks. And he is a linebacker. He's absolutely insane. Um, he – totaled uh, 116 tackles and four Tackle sacks machine. For for last year. Yeah, I mean, I think it's best summed up by what Kevin O'Connell had apparently said to Quasito Fomenso when they stopped the meeting and found out that they were going to be able to sign Jordan Hicks. KOC looked at uh, Cam and he was like, I didn't like playing against that guy. <laughs> and 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 Kwesi basically just said like it's sometimes it's really not more difficult than than that when it comes down to players. So um, it's gonna be absolutely insane to have him in purple. He's obviously on a bit of a decline just because of age and stuff. But I, I think right. that this scheme being surrounded by the type of players that he's gonna be surrounded by, I think exactly that, um, somebody who's as good as he is in coverage specifically, just like Eric Kenders playing next to. Aaron Kendricks, another tackle. That's going to be, machine, that's gonna be super beneficial. Yes, it's going to be huge for him. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he has a massive uptick um, in his performance. And he's not necessarily going to have to be out there every single play, depending on, you know, what other additions um, the Vikings I'm just going to assume that he's an Anthony Barr replacement. I don't think Barr Oh, abs- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think – there's even talks that Anthony Barr might retire. I have not seen him connected to any teams, wow. but he has an arthritic knee. That's why he missed so many games last year. Basically had the same exact injury as Irv Smith Jr., except instead of doing the season-ending deal, he got the quick fix, and that quick fix gives you like a super high probability that your joint um, becomes arthritic, and that's, that's basically what happens. So every time he practices or you know overexerts it, that's the swelling that, that comes up. So um, – there have been sources that have said he's mulling over. I wouldn't be shocked if he signs with another team necessarily, but it is possible. Um, so yes, this will most likely be a, an Anthony Barr replacement. Um, and then obviously we got to get into Zaria Smith a little bit more. Um, I, I can't stress how insane it is that Kevin O'Connell was able to snipe Mike Smith from the Packers because if you watch Zedarius's press conference, the amount of times that he mentions Mike Smith as like the reason that he came here to Minnesota to play with him, because he's like the best coach he's ever played for. It's absolutely insane. And Mike Pettin, 
the assistant head coach is the guy who basically found out that Zarius can play wherever he is needed on defense. Right. Yep. yep. Like he was like, Oh, there's a weakness here. We're going to put Zarius. And, and he was, so, so that's, that's, that's what Penn's good at. That, that's what Mike exactly. Penn was actually good at. <laughs> right, exactly. Not calling a defense, but finding out what Zadarius Smith's very good at. <laughs> so, so very, very interesting. Both those guys obviously stood on the table to get Z in here. And I mean, that's literally coming from his own words. He's obviously extremely familiar with the three, four scheme. We kind of already talked about that. Yep. Um, the other thing that I found super interesting about Zadarius Smith is that him and Hunter started texting each other like two days ago and Hunter was like already super stoked. And apparently at the pro bowl in 2019, they had even joked that someday they might play on the same team. And Hunter gave him a signed Vikings Jersey that on it said, um, you never know Z someday we could end up playing together. Oh, that's awesome. Or like something that is, along that's... those lines. So, I mean, they, they may just end up creating, one of the best, if not the best, pass oh, rushing duos I, in the I, league. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. It's insane. So, so they're already they already have plans apparently to hopefully meet up and, and start training together before OTAs even starts. So they can start going over pass rushing techniques and figure things out. That like is so huge. Um, he tweeted the the meet at the quarterback thing yesterday, which is meet obviously the, the purple people eaters motto. He said he in his presser that he wants that to come around and, and, and hopefully stick around for the next few years. Um, uh, he's extremely excited to go up against green Bay. I can only, I can only imagine how much he wants to sack Rogers. He was nothing but nice whenever somebody brought up green Bay at the presser, but I, he got cut. He got cut. Yeah. He, he got cut and, and hit the money that was going to him eventually is, you know, now mostly going to Rogers. <laughs> so in the end, like the guy that now he's going to be going up against twice a year and trying to sack is the reason he's not on the same team anymore um, to a certain degree. So that is like super, super interesting to me. I'm excited about that. Um, and then another person that he immediately texted <laughs> I love so much was Brian O'Neill. He texted him um, and Brian O'Neill was like, dude, I'm so happy that we don't have to face off. He blanks you two times a year. Like, like now it's yeah, just those, practices. Those two had plenty of like, battles. Those so two good. had plenty of battles because Z mostly lines up on the outside. So exactly. Goes, yeah, yeah. Those two had a ton of battles. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Brian being the best tackle out there, like yeah, at least for us, you know, probably top three in the league at the right tackle position. The dude is – it's really funny to like hear him be like, I'm so happy I don't have to go up against you twice a year anymore, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, pretty great deal for Zedarius. He's going to be here for the next three years in purple and gold. He's going to get about 13, 14 mil uh, a year. Um, and then I'm not 100% sure on this, but uh, if if my rough calculation is correct, I think we have somewhere in the range of about $3 million in cap space still. Um, and there's plenty of other moves and restructures that they can do to create more cap space but um i just i wanted to put that out there because this this is a big signing but does not necessarily mean that they are done um in free agency so that is our takes thus far with what the vikings have done so if you're only worried about that then this is where you can cut it off otherwise tyler i have a question for you if you could pick one other person 
that is available right now in free agency, whether it's re-signing somebody um, okay. or signing somebody completely new. Who do you want to see in purple and gold? Now? Oh, God, easily. I'm bringing it back number seven, Patrick Peterson. I, that's that's number one priority here for the Vikings. Absolutely bring back Patrick Peterson. The presence that guy brings to this team, it's unmatched. The veteran leadership he has, the experience he has in the NFL. We saw what he did last year. He, he played really well. I mean, there were a lot of yeah. Cardinals fans coming to the year saying he was washed and that he was old. But, I mean, when he was healthy on the field for us last year, he was the best corner on the field for this team. It's not a debate sure. at all, even at his age. So, yeah, you got to bring back Patrick Peterson, especially if this team's going to go out pick up maybe a young corner in this year's draft mentor. Some of these guys still cam Dantzler oh. still needs a cam Dantzler still needs a little bit of mentoring in my opinion. Absolutely. So, yeah, man. Yeah. I think, I think CB is the spot of Vikings. That's the weakness right now, this entire team. So I, you got to bring back Patrick Peterson. Yeah. That's, I think that's your number one priority. Corners are definitely looking weak. I think that we're yep. going to get into the corner position quite a bit with our upcoming right. draft coverage for sure. Yep. Um, at least I <laughs> probably see myself going corner quite, quite often. Um, right. because in my opinion, if you can land anybody, if you can figure out the cap space, JC Shredder is the way to go. Right. Um, now I, I was a very big fan of, um, a JC Horn in last year's draft. <laughs> and we constantly made the joke that it was about, you know, the name being the same. Well, this guy is just just J and a C. It's not spelled out, so there's none of that here. But J.C. Shredder is an absolute monster of a center, and I'm sorry. He's, yeah, he's A lot he's of unreal. people love the grim reacher that is um, – I shouldn't say a lot of people, but there are some people that love the grim reacher that is um, Bradbury. But Shredder is just leaps and bounds better. In in, in past oh, one, he's, he's – yeah. He's good in run blocking too, um, but this is the kind of guy that's like he'll immediately step in and make Kirk Cousins better because he will actually pass protect absolutely and, and give him time. Oh, him. he'll actually pass block. Yeah, he won't just get shoved on his butt. Yeah, exactly. So he's including signing bonus probably going to command at least like thirteen ish of a cap hit. I would assume at least like with his first year, I probably. Um, so it depends on like how you were able to spread that out, but it's not out of the question. They could easily make a good chunk of cap space still with some restructures. Eric Hendricks is a possible restructure. Um, if you extend certain other players, you could maybe make some cap space. So there are ways, there are ways to do this, but, um, yeah, Treader, it's probably unlikely but it would be absolutely amazing. And I, I truly believe that it would be an insane impact move um, for the Minnesota Vikings immediately, probably giving them at least another win, honestly. Oh yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Like it, it, I don't think it's really that, that far stretched to say that, that that would immediately give the Minnesota Vikings another win, which obviously puts them closer to the playoffs or, you know, maybe that win is the playoffs, whatever. Um, right. Super, super interesting. We'll definitely be getting into the draft as far as the corners go um, and plenty of other places. Just because we signed an outside linebacker who rushes the passer does not mean that defensive ends are off the table either. You can never have enough pass rushers in this league. You have to make the quarterback uncomfortable. So we will be bringing that to you. 
Tyler, I want to give you the floor if there's anything else that I've forgotten um, to cover. No. Perfect. Oh, well, I, I would just say that Devonta Adams got traded and then I'm super happy, but we kind of already touched uh, on it. We, we like barely touched on it. I, I didn't want to get yeah. like too into it, but yes, I am extremely stoked. I think that, it, especially as a yeah. Raiders fan, but I, I want people to go back and check the tape because I swear to God, I said it on this podcast right. a while ago. Yeah. We, I think we've been joking about it, maybe even off the podcast for a while. I mean, I, I know I've said it before. But specifically to the Raiders. Right. Like that's yeah. what sucks is I wish mm-hmm. I would have been more like active on social media about it because I could have, Oh man, <laughs> the clout that I could have chased with that. But anyways, yes. Super excited to see Derek Carr um, reunite with his former college um, teammate at Fresno state, Devonte Adams. Cannot wait for that. It's just beyond excited. And the fact that he's no longer a great Packer, obviously for my favorite yep. team. So huge. Um, yeah, well, with that, I'm going to be honest. There is no specific recording schedule that T and I have discussed whatsoever, but I do not expect there to be any sort of one-month hiatuses coming up. It'll probably, at the very least, be weekly. We definitely are going to be starting to get, it, to get into the draft. Hopefully, the Vikings make another couple moves, whether it's you know freeing up cap space and signing other players or re-signing guys or restructures, whatever it is. All of that information will be available here, Vice with the mic, you will get our reactions when it does get happen. <laughs> so look forward to that because um, we can't wait to record it and give you that. So if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you guys. Retweet the show, you know, support the podcast in any way, shape, or form you have. If you haven't listened to the other episodes, I, you know, definitely recommend it. Check out our website, www.likesofthemic.com. All of them are archived there. And with that, we will see you again soon. We are extremely excited about Big Z and D Hunt. Cannot wait. Tyler, meet at the quarterback, my man. And as always. 99 and 55, man. That's all I got to say. Skull. <laughs>